Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. And this time I'm back in the studio. No chances, no chances today of anybody urinating in front of me. That is a good thing. If you caught episode 19, I'm in the middle of the podcast and some dude, because I'm recording in my car because I was having my house painted, and some dude just whips out his junk and starts peeing in front of me. That's not a joke. Anyway, so hopefully my neighbors don't think it's funny to just all of a sudden come in front of my window while I'm recording. Jeff, Rob, no. Anyway, a lot to get to today, but uh, just kind of recap what my weekend was like. Hopefully you guys had a great weekend. I went and watched, went to the theater and watched A Quiet Place 2. My wife and I hadn't seen the first one, so we said, let's go see the sequel first. Why not? Why not? Great movies. Love those movies. It's just really intense because there's these moments where it's just like there's no sound. There was actually a guy in the theater walking back to his seat. I could actually hear his footsteps on the carpet like... Wow, it was crazy. And then all of a sudden something happens and my whole body just, I freak out. It's a great movie. But I did realize watching those movies because the next, we went and saw the sequel in the theater. And then the following night, my wife and I ended up watching the first one on TV. But I, I realized that I wouldn't last very long, maybe a day or two. And it wouldn't be necessarily during the daytime that it would do me in it'd be at night and most likely is because I, I i tend to snore and i don't know about you guys or ladies when you're sleeping and your significant other hears you snore this is what my wife does constantly all of a sudden uh she just like hits me or kicks me <laughs> like stop it, you're snoring again okay then i just move uh, but anyway, in, in a quiet place world, you would die because the creature thing would, oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's like three or four years old, the first one. The creature would kill you. And you'd also have to be careful what you eat because if you had an upset stomach, could you imagine everybody's being super quiet and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, sorry guys, I haven't ate. Whack. Next thing you know, you're dead. It'd be horrible. You couldn't. It would be really hard. You would have to be so good with your diet, <laughs> like because you know you got an upset stomach. Oh my god! I don't even like to think about it. Like you, you, you would die. I'm not going to go into it. Just say, just do the math on your own. But like, you eat something bad, it's got to come out. And next thing you know, how did Harold die? Well, he was taking a crap. He was very noisy. Anyway, great movies. If you haven't seen them, go check them out. And went to the theater, which was really cool. We'll get into life after COVID here shortly. But it was a really good experience. Uh, but I, I saw this story over the weekend. And I shouldn't be alive is kind of the theme that I was going for. There's a lobster diver. I accidentally called him a lobster man, by the way, to my wife. In which... Totally led to this weird confusion type topic uh, conversation with my wife where she's like, does he have lobster hand cloth? 
that's a real thing. My wife does not sound like that, and I feel bad because that's kind of like my mom voice. She, but anyway, she had she, she was like, "Does he have lobster hands? Is that what you're saying?" I'm like, "No, he gets lobsters. He's a lobster guy." Anyway, uh, have you? Seen, yeah. Anyway, I, I could go down a deep rabbit hole with that, but no, he's a lobster diver. And this guy, Michael Packard, he lives in the New England area. He works out there, too. He had an interesting day at work, to say the least. And all I could feel was pressure and movement and this whale just swimming and shaking his head. And, and I'm in this Did dark... Did you realize you were in a whale? And then I realized after I said, it's, it's not a shark. The only other thing is I just got eaten by a whale. And I've been diving for 40 years, so I knew, I mean, it was, I didn't think it was possible, but I said that this can't be anything else. I'm in, I'm in a whale's mouth. Packard added some more details about his adventure. All of a sudden, I just felt this huge bump and everything went dark. And then I realized, oh my God, I'm in a whale's mouth. And then all of a sudden, uh, he went up to the surface and just erupted and started shaking his head. And I just got thrown in the air and landed in the water. He was in the whale's mouth for about 30 to 40 seconds. That's insane. That's a long time. That is a long time to be in somebody's mouth <laughs> or something's mouth. In a whale's mouth? It was a humpback whale, but still, thankfully... He didn't have uh, teeth. It wasn't like an orca. An orca, it would just kill him because they're killer whales. And thankfully, it wasn't a shark because he'd be dead, shredded. But since what, what do, what do uh, humpbacks have? Baleen, is that what it is that filters out? Yeah, I vaguely remember, uh, you know, learning about whales when I was a kid watched like Voyage to the Mimi. I don't know if you guys watched that too. It was like some weird series that were these scientists were uh, learning all about humpbacks. Anyway, how fucking crazy would that be to just all of a sudden you're doing your job in the water and all of a sudden everything goes black and you're like, what the fuck? Everything's black. Where am I? Oh, I'm in a whale's mouth. Fuck! <laughs> oh my God. I don't, I've never had a job where you have to really watch out for something like that. No, no fucking way. No fucking way. Crazy. I couldn't do that job because it's not just whales you have to watch out for. It'd be sharks and God knows what else. Like fucking electric eels. Those things scare me. I'm very scared of the water. Very frightened of the water. So crazy. Open water just freaks me out. If it's a swimming pool, I'm fine. Uh, mostly. But where you can't see anything, that scares the shit out of me. It's also funny because I was going to do this thing where I was like, uh, could you, they're in New England. And could you imagine how that sounded? And I realized I forgot how to do a New England accent. I did. I'm sitting here, I wrote this thing out, and I'm like, this would be kind of funny. I'll do a little a little bit where I'm like pretending to have a conversation. Then I tried to do it, 
And I'm like, that's that's like Australian or New Zealand. I can't. I forgot. I've forgotten how to do a Boston accent. Because what do they always say? There, there always has to be f bombs in there. And then there's always a guy named Tommy. Hey, Tommy! Holy fucking shit! Mike was in a fucking whale's mouth. No joke, Tommy. See, now I go into the like Australian kind of thing. I'm like, it's a wood chipper. I was like, holy fucking shit. Mike's in a fucking whale's mouth. No joke, Tommy. <laughs> See, every time, hey, Tommy. <laughs> I can't do it. He's down in the water. Oh my God, I can't do it anymore. And I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So I actually took time to write this, and I can't fucking do it. It's weird. Now I know all of you right now are trying to do a Boston accent, and I guarantee you most of you are doing it way better than me. That's my life. It's my life. I even had a big poppy joke in there because they're in the fucking Boston area. Huh? Can't do it. Can't perform. Uh-oh. I guess I need a pill for that. Anyway. So, oh, could you imagine if that's how you die? You get swallowed. Now, I guess, like, the the whales don't like... Somebody uh, tweeted at me. Who was it that tweeted at me? Oh, I got to look this up real quick. Somebody tweeted at me and said that they can't... Whales, uh, apparently, or humpback whales, can't put anything larger than a football in their mouth. Why this guy knows this, I don't know. And I'm sorry. I think it was Clyde Butler. Yeah, Clyde, thank you. I assume that what you tweet at me is truth. <laughs> because I'm too lazy to look it up. But yeah, how crazy is that? So obviously the whale didn't like it. It's like, ah, ah, crowd. <laughs> Spits you out. Weird. Now the thing is, is like, his buddies didn't actually see it. So there's part of me is like, he could be fucking lying and nobody would know. You're just taking his word for it, really. I guess he is pretty fucked up. He was in the hospital, whatever. But it got me thinking about just crazy ways to die. I mean, it, it, I mean, that, I guess that could happen to anybody if you're in the water and you got crushed by, like, he could have been crushed just crushed by the whale inside. You always see those videos of whales. Uh, people are watching, uh, whale watching, and then you get these whales that are just, um, I don't know what that's called, but they're servicing up and jumping. You can get smashed. That'd be a shitty way to die. Be like, oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> oh, fuck. But it, it, it got me to thinking about weird ways to die. So, I, I got a couple stories, then I'll get into some uh, some other stories. So my wife and I were at a Colorado Rockies game several years ago. It was before I had kids. And the we were in foul ball territory. Like, really good seats. And the whole time, I'm dead serious about paying attention to what's going on on the field. Because we're in kind of a dangerous area well we are in a dangerous area and you should always be paying attention because the last thing i want to do is get drilled in the face by a foul ball 
because those things come at you fast. So the whole time my wife and her coworkers are giving me shit and they're like, oh, look at Scott. He's so glued in on the game. He won't look over and take a picture with me. I'm like, well, I don't want to die. <laughs> I'm fine. Then you're, I'm there to watch the game too. Not, it's not a social event, although that is what baseball has become, especially in Colorado. We don't need to get into that. But anyway, so finally, finally, like an idiot, I cave. I'm like, fine, I'll get my picture taken. I'll, my wife takes out, and it, I don't even think it was a, a camera at the time or a cell phone. I think it was like an actual camera. So she's like, let's take a selfie. I'm like, fine, fuck, fine. So she takes the picture, and as we're taking the picture, we hear a lady screaming, watch out! And, and we literally, my wife drops her hand, and we both part our ways, our heads, away from each other, so kind of going away in like a V, and in between our heads, the foul ball literally goes by, cracks this, you know, smashes into the seat right behind us because there was an open seat. And then the ball rolls down and some, and I, and like, I'm in shock. I could have had a foul ball either by trying to catch it or if I would have just been not in shock of almost getting drilled in the face, I could have at least leaned over and just got the ball as it was rolling down. And this guy looks at me that grabbed the ball. He's all, dude, why didn't you, why didn't you try, why didn't you try to get the ball? I'm like, I almost died. I almost died. My wife said she could feel kind of the wind of the ball whipping by her face. If she wouldn't have moved her head, if that drunk lady wouldn't have screamed, we would have uh, possibly died or had like severe injuries. Crazy, crazy. And I blame my wife. <laughs> because you, when you're in foul ball territory, you really got to pay attention. You, you do. And... If and when I ever take my kids back to a game, I'm I don't I don't want to take them to foul ball territory. We'll take them out into the outfield. That's good. So it, then it also got me thinking about the there was a time when I was visiting my brother in Australia, and we're like, first of all, let me just set this say this: I am a shitty swimmer, so naturally. Everybody's like, let's go kayaking. Great. Good idea. Scott can't swim. So we go and rent some kayaks. We're in this bay in Australia, just, I believe, just north of Sydney. And we put on the gear. So I put on my life vest. And my wife is just like, you look like an exploding sausage casing because I had it on tight. She said, let me loosen this up. So it loosens it up. So we go, the guy, the tour guide, whatever guy, he's like, make sure you hug the coast. Don't cut across the bay. So naturally, my brother and his wife are like, let's cut across the bay. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, whatever, you only live once. And there was a point where we're going out there, and I'm still figuring out how to sit in the thing without tipping it over. Like, I'm like really shaky in a kayak. I'd never been in a kayak before. 
So I'm like, oh, fuck. And then at one point, my wife is like, I'm going to turn back. I don't feel comfortable. She was the only smart one. So she turns around, goes back. And then, I again, I remember looking at the beautiful landscape and the water. And I'm like, you know, you only live once. I'm going to stay. This is This is a great experience. So, like... I don't know, maybe 20, 30 seconds later, a speedboat goes by and I get hit by the wake of the speedboat and it flips me over, tosses me out of the kayak. And then the the life vest goes like, since it wasn't tight anymore, because uh, I looked like an exploding sausage casing, the, the life vest goes like above basically above my head. So I'm trying to get back in the kayak and I can't because it's all fucked up. And I'm looking into the water and at one point I have my hand down and I'm like, I can't see my hand. That's how dark the water is. And I just remember thinking, please fucking God, nothing touch me. Nothing touch me or I am going to just soil myself. It was awful. And I remember my brother at one point is just like, yells he's like stay calm oh it just freaked me out freaked me out and then i ended up embarrassingly getting rescued by the tour guide he came out he rescued my wife on the way because she ended up going backwards because she got caught in a current and she was actually getting pulled out and we were all getting pulled out into the ocean more into the ocean it was fucking crazy and a horrible horrible time and then i'm just thinking I could have fucking died. And it's it, for what? <laughs> for what? Anyway, I'll, re- I'll release a funny version of that story that I've told my kids and they kind of believe it. Kind of. But I'll release that here shortly after I post this one. You guys remember the story, the movie, 172 Hours, right? That's where, uh, who was it? Aaron Ralston, he he loved to go into canyons and hike and whatever. He was in the Canyonlands National Park back in 2003, and an 800-pound boulder smashed his left hand and pinned it to the wall. And he was all by himself hiking, so he couldn't call for help. Nobody was able to, you know, rescue him. He was stuck there for five days. And he consumed all his food and water. And he got to the point where he's like, I got to make a choice. So on the fifth day, it was either survive or it was basically either die or survive. And he, he, he decided to self-amputate his arm so he could get out from under the rock. So he had a multi-tool, one of those multi-tools and he amputated his forearm and it took about an hour just under an hour to do horrible but he survived that's the cool thing i mean what a story to tell oh you uh you capsized in australia well i cut my fucking arm off to survive okay fuck you okay you win oh you almost got hit by a baseball Oh, I cut my fucking arm off. (laughs) Anyway, and then (laughs) 
I started looking up uh, Darwin Awards. Basically, you can there's these people, and it's really kind of sad, but they're kind of funny. But these people that die in horrible ways, and I know it's morbid, but in 2011, a man in California died uh, because he had a a rooster or a cock or whatever in a in a illegal cockfight. And I guess what they do is sometimes they strap razor blades or knives to the legs of the the chickens or whatever. And he ended up getting stabbed and and then died from his wounds. The the guy did. I mean, I mean, he kind of deserves it. I mean, don't do that to animals. That's fucked up. And apparently that's not the first time. An Indian man, a man in India supposedly died after a rooster slashed slash the guy's throat with a razor blade. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. What a horrible... And, what, and honestly, that's embarrassing. This one's stupid. In 1985, in, uh, the New Orleans lifeguards threw a big party to celebrate the fact that no one had drowned in any of the pools during the summer. So they threw a giant party, a pool party. So what ends up happening is they realized that one of the party goers who wasn't a lifeguard, he was just a, a you know a friend or whatever, he drowned at the party. A guy named Jerome Moody was sadly uh, sadly drowned because at the party where there was four lifeguards on duty and another 200 off-duty lifeguards were in attendance, he drowned. Horrible. How, first of all, embarrassing. How do you fucking drown when there's 204 lifeguards essentially on there? But he died. He died. That's horrible. Embarrassing. There was a Jimmy Heseldon was the owner of the Segway company. Guess how he died? On his Segway. He fell off. He was off-roading one day and on his Segway, and he, he went off... <laughs> off the road and drove off an 80-foot cliff. That's horrible. Ironic. Kind of funny. But that's uh, that's how he went. So that's there's, I'm sure there's plenty more out there of just people doing dumb things. And I was talking to, I meant to get my, talk to my neighbor, Rob, who, who had a bunch of uh, stories that he wanted to relay. But uh, it was just a busy weekend, and I forgot to grab them from him. But uh, there's there's plenty of times where we do dumb things, and you're like, oh, my God, I could have died just there. I remember when, geez, it was like maybe nine years ago, I was driving and texting, and I wasn't paying attention. And I literally started go, veering off the road, and thankfully I noticed and I jerked the wheel, but What's crazy is if I wouldn't have done it, if I would have waited like a second later, I would have plummeted down because all of a sudden it part of the guardrail was missing right there and it w- dropped down onto another street and I would have plummeted about, say, 40, 50 feet. And it was because I was texting and driving. And to me, that's a stupid way to go. Especially when you think about most of the time when you you get texts, most most of the time they're not necessarily urgent. So that would have been a dumb, embarrassing way to go. All right, 
getting back to normal after COVID. So we kind of talked about this previously. You know, things are opening back up. Stadiums, arenas are basically at full capacity if they're not all already. I think most of them are. I'm sure there's a few here and there that aren't. But it's funny because fans are back to fighting in the stands. Did you see that video of that Rockies fan that just got wrecked by a Padres fan? Horrible, horrible. Just got laid out. And they're just mouthing off. And I don't know what the heck they were talking about. But ultimately, it's just like, dude, you don't need to be doing that. Then a Nuggets fan got worked over by a a Suns fan. This was recent. That was in like game three, I believe. And then the Suns fan immediately said, Suns in four, <laughs> after he kicked the guy's ass. He called a shot. The, the Suns swept the Nuggets. How embarrassing. But that guy knew it. He knew it. But I'm not sure I'm ready to go back to, to games or concerts yet. And it's not, part of it is like some people are just like so giddy to get back that they're just they do dumb stuff and people have always done dumb stuff at games there's always those extra rowdy people i'm not an extra rowdy person i like to just sit there and watch the game and i get irritated when like people want to take selfies and you can kind of see why (laughs) based on the previous conversation but i don't know if i'm ready to go back to a game or concert and part of it it's not that I'm scared of anything, really. It's more that it's what I've learned because of COVID and and being in quarantine. I like wide open spaces. Less people, the better. And it's no offense to people. I just like, I love the openness. Like we when we went to the movie the other day, it's not at full capacity. It was so nice. So nice. There was like maybe 10 people in the theater. It was great. Maybe a little more. But it was nice. Very comfortable. Very relaxing. And and part of it is just like I just I've I've never really been a fan of large groups and crowds. Plus, I realize how disgusting a lot of people are. Not you. Other people are gross. And just whether it's just hygiene in general or just people are rude, it just just drives me nuts. Can't stand it. And I know it's bad for companies not to be at full capacity, like restaurants especially, because when they have spaced out seating, a lot of these places like they're they're not at full capacity. So they're losing business. So but me I love it. As It's so relaxing. So relaxing. But I, I know it's awful for the company. So bad for the company. Although we went to Bonefish. I took my wife to Bonefish Grill. And they had the same, I believe, the same amount of seats. It seemed like it anyway. They just had more uh, barriers. And I'm like, that's fine. It actually made it nicer because it made it more intimate. So you didn't have to hear everybody's else's conversations or anything like that it was just a lot nicer uh plus i got an amazing i love old old fashions you ever get an old fashioned if you're really into bourbon whiskey type stuff drinks oh you get the smoke on there bonefish grill has an amazing 
old-fashioned. You got to check it out. Plus, it's just great food. They're not a sponsor of this program. I'm just telling you, it's amazing. And I'm talking about movies. And I just remembered one of the before COVID struck. I remember going to. You ever go to those theaters where you can like uh, they have recliners and stuff? They're super comfy. So my wife, we saw Endgame. That's what it was, Avengers Endgame. So I look over, and the lady next to me, directly next to me, has her shoes off, socks off, and there's her toes just wiggling away. And I just, that's all I saw for the majority of the movie is out of my peripheral vision is her toes just wiggling and as she's like, you know, watching the movie, I'm like, oh my God, that's disgusting. So disgusting. People are gross. And that's why I, I'm having a hard time getting back to normal. I know we need to get back to normal. It's great. But people are gross. I'm fearful of going to a buffet. I love buffets. I do. I do. I love one of my favorite restaurants is Sweet Tomato. I love it. I love getting a, just going to their buffet style of salad, the salad bar. Oh, amazing. They have amazing soup. But now I'm all hesitant to go back to a place like that only because I just now, because of COVID, I just realized how dirty and disgusting people are. I'm not scared of, uh, I'm, I'm more scared of boogers than anything. Yeah. Like, ugh, God. Wash your hands. Oh, anyway. And then I think about like me, like I, I brought it up before when I did that video with Schlereth and, and Evans and I had Mike spit or not Mike, uh, Schlereth spit milk in my face and we had to do two takes. Ah ha ha. Hilarious. It's really gross when you think about it. Anyway. I enjoy being a hermit. I do. I love it. I love my house. It's so comfortable. Now that we have new paint in here, too, and we also got new carpet. Oh, it looks amazing. Amazing. The only thing I miss, really, is going out and going on remotes with the radio station and talking to you guys, like, face-to-face. -face. I kind of miss that. It's, it, you guys are interesting. Uh, some of you. Some of you, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in to DeHuff Uncensored. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you listen. Make sure you give me a review. And that just helps me in the long run. Make sure you share it with your friends. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. Plenty more coming your way. Let's move forward. It's DeHuff Uncensored. We'll talk to you next time.